7 million Ugandans go through depression and they do not even know that they are. Welcome everyone to the second episode of Chat with Anne here at 16.02. Now it is so, so, so sad that early this year I had to go through depression myself. It was the moment in my life where I felt like, yes, everyone is my enemy. Everyone, there's no one who likes me. I was in a relationship, but even my partner seemed like they are against me. I don't know. Well, I was reading and it showed me that it is caused by imbalance in chemicals within your brain, but the feeling is quite different, man. It is quite different. So, this week of my life, I I woke up and I did not feel enough. I felt like I'm working so much, but I am not earning how much I'm supposed to earn. And even the job I am doing was not giving me what I was supposed to get. You know, I felt like by this age, how many people do we know that are wealthy and are taking care of themselves and are not dependent? And I felt like, Arnold, you can do more. You can be more. You're being a loser right now. You know, look at your brothers and sisters. They are more. They are much more. But what are you? It is in this week of my life when I was my worst enemy. Felt I wasn't enough, you know. Sad to say, the thought of suicide actually crossed my mind, and I had no problem with them. You know, my my brain, my brain became my worst enemy, and it convinced me of things that were not even true. All like time looked like a very different thing, and. I was fighting against myself each and every day. I was reading, I was praying, I was researching, but I was my worst enemy at that one moment in time. And I wanted to look for help, but I could not. Something would tell me, no, man, this is a white man problem. You cannot tell someone that you have depression. How do you start? These are white man problems. And and I was killing myself slowly by slowly. I was feeling more sad. It reached a moment in my life when I didn't remember when I, the last time I was happy, all the moments of joy I ever had were very null and void. And I was going through depression. It ate me and ate me for a whole week. Until I told my friend, enough is enough. In case I get to face this one more day of my life, I am walking up to Guru and I am not going to even go with my phone. I am not going to accept this anymore because home was my worst place. Work was my worst place. And these are the places I had to be. You come home and you, you, you feel so empty and you feel like, more man 
are your worst enemy in my head i felt like no 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 i deserve more depression a friend of mine recently told me that she was going through depression and I told her one thing that you know what my friend tomorrow is going to be a better day and trust me you you are enough you are enough your goals are not valid your dreams are still your dreams and you can make them come true a little bit more patience a little bit more patience tomorrow is going to be a better day tomorrow you are going to make it tomorrow tomorrow you will wake up and it will be a bright day because in that one week of my life after those seven days I listened to a man and he told me that the thoughts you put into your brain are very 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 much more important than so many things that you do out there much more important if you feed yourself with good things then definitely you'll get good things and if you feed yourself with bad things then nothing good will come out of it i tried to meditate i prayed harder than i had ever prayed before and today i smile and hope and know that i am enough and one thing i need to tell you is that you're enough tell it to yourself each and every day you are enough i am enough i am amazing i am wonderful i am beautiful i am brilliant and intelligent and i deserve to take over the world tomorrow is going to be a better day today is your day man you are enough you are enough thank you so much for listening hope to catch you tomorrow on chat with an hi anold thank you so much for sharing um it actually really reminded me of a time when when i was depressed and i didn't even know imagine i was depressed and i didn't even know and it was years later that i realized oh i was actually depressed during that period because i remember not thinking that everyone was against me everyone didn't care about me no one cared about my feelings everyone was so busy with their own things and they were so happy without me so i kind of withdrew from everyone and i remember i remember thinking like about suicide <laughs> like I was like, "Ah, oh, it's not such a bad thing." By the way, to be honest, I wasn't even scared of death. That's how bad it was. <clears throat> so, and I remember, you know, and uh, I don't remember where I was earlier, but anyway, I was talking about how it also how you talked about how it depends what you feed your mind on because I remember during that period of course there was something that had driven me to that depression and um i didn't think it was that big that it would drive me to depression but when it did i remember feeding myself on neg- <laughs> like there's a way when you're depressed you're drawn to the dark do you understand like you're drawn to dark art 
like dark stuff generally i remember i i i used to follow like all these dark um like gothic things on ig and i was like i was feeding myself more of that darkness instead of actually you know talking to someone talking to like getting help um getting counseling opening up to a friend hello everyone welcome back to the fourth episode of chat with Anne, and today we still talk about how the COVID-19 period is actually affecting students. And with me today, I host a Form 4 candidate, 2019-2020 class, who is not sure if he will actually do his UNEB 2020 or 2021. Um, a few months ago, Uganda got into a time where schools were closed. Derek, it's tell us. How is this affecting you and how far, man? Man, things are so hard. Some of us, we made plans for these old days, war, war, but it's really so sad that we are not going for... I have a feeling we are not even going to do our UNEB, so I don't know. But life is life, man. Life is life, yeah, true, but... um. Are you reading? Yeah, I Three months it. down the road, are you reading? Are you preparing yeah. for the UNEP? If it came tomorrow, would you do it? Automatically, even if it comes right now, I can't do it because we still have hopes. You never know. They might be like, you guys, you can now come back, just do your UNEP and go back home. Mm. So we keep on focusing. We can't just give up in that way. Do you feel the move to close schools and all of these different uh affected uh businesses and and areas of our lives was the right move do you think would have done better if if we had remained out there facing it on and taking it on and just using the preventative measures to me as a candidate and a citizen of uganda i feel it was a good idea because if you to compare some other countries, I'll give you an example of Tanzania and Kenya. Many people are dying just because of that. We can't be like Chinese who are so disciplined that we can take the measures and everything using masks and what. You know, for us, Ugandans, we are so stubborn. So I see it to be a better idea for us to be home right now. Mm. What do you think about it, the year 2020? To me, once the the whatever the COVID-19 stays on and I feel like case of that instead of dying should better be home and wait for the new year as long as they don't charge us for the previous terms and what mm. it's better for us to be home to stay safe yes mm. form four candidate entering uh, levels in in, in Uganda. Oh, do you even have the plans of going to A-level? Yeah, I have a plan. I have the plans, but, you know, right about now, I don't know. <laughs> I really want to. <laughs> I had plans to of stopping in my S4, try to do some course, what, what, but some guy just me about campus, what, what, and I don't want regret for all that, that I've not gone for HSC, what, what. You never know, because once I finish my HSC, I can still do what I, I would want to do right now. 
Yeah. So what would you want to do at your A-levels if you joined it? My A-level, you know, since we, since our childish, you know, the end of blind malaria ask you what, you want to become an engineer, what, what. Because, but after some time, things change. You find out the physics, math, the chemistry that we are not used of, what, what, and there are some people like us, really. <laughs> well, struggling with those essential subjects yeah, to become yeah, an yeah, engineer. Yeah. Mm. Yes, so if you talk about the physics, they ask you this, you don't know this. Some of us will like practical things, so once they bring theory stuff, ah, then we are bombed. But to me, right about now, I, sh- I feel like doing arts because I see right now in Uganda, it's not all about the combination. Mm. You do at HSC. Mm. It's all about what you know and what you want. Okay. In your future. Ah, that's true. Your, 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 what you offer, what you put on the table for a given mm, employer is what really counts. Yes. Even if you have your eight in eight in S four and you got twenty points A levels, but you cannot actually fix the kettle that you're required to fix or to do some simple hands-on work, then definitely you do not get the job. Well, thank you so much, Derek, for coming and sharing with us your thoughts. Uh, We hope uh, you're keeping it tight this COVID-19 period, washing your hands, sanitizing, wearing masks if need be, and uh, reading. Yeah. Hoping that you'll do your UNEB 2020. Let's hope so. All the best, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Chat with Anne. And here we are on our fourth episode, still talking about relationships. But this time around, we are chatting with a lady. Yes, this evening we have Vanessa in our studios, and she is talking about relationships from her side of the story. We're getting the woman's perspective. Yes, yesterday we listened to Alvin talk about relationships, and today we are with Vanessa. So, Vanessa, first of all, our questions start with, are you in a relationship? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So you are the right lady that we should talk about relationships with. Mm, what do you feel is, when do you feel actually is the right time to start having a relationship? Um... I think everyone has their own time of starting a relationship and Mm -hmm. most probably the fact that we are different people, they are people who grew up in a white environment. I feel like whites always get into relationships quite a bit earlier because if you find a 16 year old white girl Mm. who has been single her whole life, it's rather funny. Mm. And then when you come to Africa, there Mm. are those uh, these people who have grown up in a modernity kind of life, mm-hmm. so their way of living, they have kind of adopted the way whites live their lives. Mm. So when someone is in senior one, actually, to even see from my own young sister, Pisebe, mm. she knows what a relationship is. So you're not going to tell such a person that this is the right time for a relationship, but for someone who is older or you know, when you want to understand what kind of relationship do I want, mm. me, I think 
you should be you should get into a relationship when you think that time is right why should like why should you be in a relationship when you are in classes like high school there is nothing as hopeless mm. as a high school relationship because right now mm. i'm at campus and i've gone through all those classes mm. i have had friends who had their relationships quite earlier mm-hmm. and i realized they were really 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 empty they don't know where they are going like you just have i have a boyfriend i have a boyfriend mm. i have a boyfriend but i don't really say i can't really say this is the right time to have a relationship but you should be of a quite better age like 20 21 22 there you know you said to think quite hard mm. yeah okay not bad not bad um what do you feel are the qualities that make a good boyfriend uh, a good boyfriend mm. should be one that listens to you mm-hmm. the one that loves you mm. the one that's so open with you mm-hmm. and one who has a dream he's trying to build towards okay. not someone who is with you like it's just today or mm. yeah that minute the time he's texting you he feels like he's your boyfriend but when you're off that phone mm. i don't know <laughs> yeah so one who has a dream with you okay a nice boyfriend. <laughs> is it a guarantee that you're going to get married to the person you're pushing out right, right now? now um i don't <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, I do not know because, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I feel like he would want me to be his wife. But me, you're I doubting yourself. Me right now. <laughs> me right now. Jeez, <laughs> he's in no, trouble. Let me tell you, Arnold. Let me tell you, Arnold. Mm-hmm. There is this thing where you feel like, yeah, I'm in this relationship and we are both happy and. You know, you, you, you have all these dreams and fantasies in your head, mm. but you, you just don't know where all this is going to blow up from. Because I've had stories where people pushed out for eight years. Like, with eight years, you know everything about each other. And they didn't get married. Yeah. So, who is me? <laughs> <laughs> the daughter of God, but now we have hope. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, finances in a relationship. Now that you're the lady, let me ask, uh, do you feel, how, how do you feel relationships affect the finances of a lady in a relationship? Uh, this goes back to who you are, what you believe in, how you have been brought up, mm. and what do you think life is about. Mm-hmm. Someone might be in a relationship and you start thinking that this guy is going to provide for you everything, even though you're working but he's still going to provide for you everything. Honey, I need a new pair of shoes. Honey, my hair is g- growing old. Honey, my nails need to be done. Mm. Because you think your man is your provider. But at the same time, there are these ladies who also think, I'm working for my... Okay, personally, if mm. I were working mm-hmm. and I need something, mm. I don't need to ask my boyfriend for what I can actually afford. Mm. Even though I was working somewhere or I've traveled and I see this nice pair of shoes or a perfume or a watch. I do not have to say, hey, by the way, do you need a new? No, like I can afford it, then I'm going to buy it for you. I really do not care. Or be like, 
I by the way, my my friend's boyfriend got a new iPhone something. He has to give it to me. <laughs> really? <laughs> not really. That's not how the world really moves around. Mm. And for me, that's how I believe. If I can afford something and I can give it to myself, yeah, I will always give it to myself. If I feel like I want to buy for him a new watch, though he didn't buy for me a new pair of earrings the last time he traveled, I really don't care. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's interesting. That's nice. I thought you'd tell us that uh, the guy has to give the babe, man. Because I know girls who, who, who demand 50% of what you earn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even the fact that we're in a relationship, yeah. you owe me 50% of what you earn, really. I don't care whether we are married or not, but, you know, that's the drill. You know, the, Take care of two, me. To me, you know? there are two different things. Right now, I don't think the way I treat my boyfriend right now mm. is going to be the same way if we got married, if, if I would really even treat him like that right now. He's just my boyfriend. Like, oh. I treat him like my boyfriend. What do you mean by <laughs> that? My boyfriend, like, you you are someone we are trying to figure out, can we be life partners? But we've not really settled it for it. Like, we are life partners, you know? when you are So he's not entitled to, to a watch that you could have bought him? That's I can give it to him, but with not so much. Like, I feel like if, if we are married, I would give him even a golden one. But right now... I'll be like, he's my boyfriend, what if even in like five years, two years, he just dumps me and he's like, I got a better babe. Honey. <laughs> yeah, it really, I know, it hurts to spend so much on this guy mm. and out of the blue, he's not there anymore. Uh-huh. He left you <laughs> because this new babe came when she had dimples and Vanessa doesn't have, you know, all those things. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you ever hear this, but... um. Dear one, I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> I cannot start saying, oh my God, this is it. No way. No way. Yeah, but she's allowed to think like I'm the one. Because yeah. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> there is, in marriage, there tends to be this whole concept of ladies keeping like a 100K from the 1 million they earn. Yeah. Or like a 200 or a backup fund. Yeah. So that in case the guy leaves. Yeah. Her and her children yeah. have where to start from. Yes. What do you think about it? Like that is like the wisest decision you can ever make. <laughs> because like, yeah, I know I'm telling you that's the truth. Like if you, you are married to someone, yes, you've given that marriage to God. You're like, God, this is my love partner. I want us to be together for the rest of our lives. But yeah. you do not know what this world is going to throw and to you or maybe you break up or something comes up or you find out that maybe he was a nice dancer but you didn't find out in those 10 days of you know mm. but uh, but if if you really have a brain that works so well you cannot trust man mm. <laughs> yeah you cannot trust man because at the end of the day mm. we change even me myself i could change and leave that home mm. and what if you've been sharing and depending on this man for everything mm. and now that relationship is not there what where are, where are you going to start from what about people who 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 who, who expose or open up their financial st- statuses freely to each other you know you tell the guy i earn two million yeah. he tells you i earn three million yeah. and you put it on the table at the end of the month and you budget for it together minus this whole circus of let me keep my one hundred. Because I've listened to someone who said that the moment you keep one hundred thousand, yeah. it means you are doubting. Yeah. There is a reason why you're doubting him. Yeah. You know, and 
you're giving yourself more of a beautiful reason to live. You know, you, you'll be like, man, I've saved up my katenma. I can get out of here when I want. No, you know? I know. Sometimes mm. you might be like, uh, I'm keeping this, maybe this 100. You know, when you're budgeting with your man, Mm. You are going to budget for your children, for yourself, for him, for your future, for your past, all those things. But there are these people who come like aside. You have friends. You have friends. You have your mother. You have your cousins who need something. Mm. And it's not like I'm going to be like, honey, on the budget, we are going to add Ashley. We are going to add Jonathan. What if? You know, Abigail comes around and she's like, you know what, Vanessa, I know this, 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 but I need like a phone of this how much. So mm. how am I going to provide for it? Yet I have budgeted every single coin that I earn with my husband. You know, when you keep it aside, <laughs> when you keep it aside, it's for such small things that where I want to help when he's not going to be involved. Maybe my mom needs a new fridge. But we did not budget for it at the end of the month, you know. Mm. That's the money I'm going to be using for such small, small things. Or even when just in case comes, you know. Mm. Yeah, and most of you men can be trusted. Why? You feel like they cannot 100% tell you that this is how much I really earn? Yeah. What if, you know, your secretary, those days she's, you know, looking good and you're like, I'll take you out for lunch. You do not know if you're going to Pearl of Africa or speak about mess, you know. Mm. He can never tell you this is it. Maybe he's going to tell me like 95%, but that 5% is going to always be somewhere mm. for emergencies. Girls, we have bridal showers. We have baby showers. Mm. Maybe I want to buy for my friend a gift of how much? Am I going to introduce myself to my husband? Mm -hmm. No. That 10% <laughs> is really Okay, so that's your reasoning yeah. for that. Okay, no problem. Um, March, you know, um, what do you feel a guy who is getting into marriage, or no, a babe yeah. who is getting into marriage, what are those qualities she should have? What are those things she should have? What are those factors she should consider when getting into marriage? Uh, okay. Are you trying to ask me like about myself? Like, yes, yes, what, yes. What should you breast yourself with before you say this is it? This is the time I want to get married. Yes. One, I think you should be you should be very very ready. And what I'm talking about is that you should be ready for both sides of your marriage because mm. it's not going to always be a bed of roses for the two of you. Mm. This is someone who was born by someone else, raised by someone else, you know, for all these years before you came into his life. They have different family values. You have different family values. So you should be ready to learn from him. Okay. You should be ready to bend a little of your principles so that he can fit in your life. You should be ready to be patient, you know. Mm. You In your head, like right now, like my whole phone, I have a whole folder of things I want in my house. Wow. But I see them, <laughs> yes, I see them almost every day. Mm. But I'm not going to say I want them on the first day I move into his house. Mm. So like you should be patient with your partner to work towards all these things you've always wanted to build with your family. Mm. And you should be, you should have that open space Okay. to give enough love and joy to the people you're going to meet. You're going to get new family members. Yes, you have your own, but 
these are new people you're going to become their child their daughter their sister mm. so i think you should also be very very open-minded don't say in my home on sunday we used to drink juice chicken brr, brr. so why how come yeah what's going on you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow interesting well, my family would afford vacations every month mm. and take this man is he stupid why is he not taking me anywhere you know <laughs> If you're getting married, be like, um, I'm going to start my new journey with someone I did not grow up with. We are coming from different backgrounds. Have time, learn yourselves. Mm. Find what makes both of you happy. Do not, you know, I know, I know some girls who have this thing of, they have to care for me. He's the guy here. Mm. He has to care for me. He has to do this for me. What are you doing for him? Mm-hmm. You know, also yeah. him when he was growing up or the time he met you he was like i wish my wife would do this for me what are you doing for him mm. don't be in a marriage for 10 months but you still don't know what your husband likes to eat vanilla or strawberry <laughs> interesting um it's it's amazing listening to a lady's perspective on uh, relationships uh it's been the fourth episode of catching uh chatting with chat with Anne and um Guys, let's sign out. Let's wait for another hot, another hot, fun talk with another lady or with another gentleman about relationships. Um, until next time, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Vanessa, for coming on our podcast. You're welcome. Have a blast. Peace.